Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Do you remember last week I told you about this meeting um, that was held while Michal was in Kiev? He was over visiting Mr. Zelensky and seeing the destruction for himself in Kiev. There was a meeting at uh, Leinster House while he was away uh, featuring quite a number of TDs. I think about 30. Was it? Yeah. And... In there from Cork, Padraig O'Sullivan, who we learned afterwards, chaired the meeting from Cork North Central. Christopher O'Sullivan from Cork South West and James O'Connor from Cork East were at that meeting. And it's beginning to look as if there is a definite shift coming against Micheál Martin, uh, John Lee, executive editor of the Daily Mail Group in Ireland. Is it a case, John, of Micheál being quietly told go or be pushed? Good morning. Morning, PJ. Um, that's that's what they, some of those involved uh, in the meeting and um, uh, around the larger par- parliamentary party said to me over the weekend, yes. Uh, I spoke to quite a few of them. Um, what we what we don't know yet is the Taoiseach's response. He's a formidable politician and experienced politician. And um, uh, certainly it doesn't look like he intends... Uh, sorry, I, I, I retract. He has said that he does not intend on stepping down when the changeover, this unique, unprecedented changeover we yeah. have in our Irish politics now, the rotating Taoiseach, happens in December. <clears throat> but that then brings... Uh, a lot of things into play, uh, not least ambition, which is not necessarily a pejorative thing in, in in politics, and the plan for the next general election. And really what still, <clears throat> as we know, many, um, w- all walks of life, the pandemic still hangs over us mm. and the deep freeze in which we were all put into um, figuratively during that um, the general election performance of Fianna Fáil in 2020 still hangs over uh, Leinster House and Fianna Fáil in general. Yeah. And it was not a good performance. And very simply, when uh, something like that happens, the leader has to pay the price. Their opinion polls are on the floor as well. They, they are. And like, you know, you, you're getting into areas of desperation when um, there's claims that certain opinion polls don't suit them, as Gary Gogan, you say in the in the day. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's that's just getting, um, as I say, desperate. Um, but one poll has them at 14 percent regularly. Um, that's interestingly, if you were to look back on the on the history of the Red Sea poll, um, 
Fianna Fáil had 22% in, in, in uh, February 2020 in the general election and almost immediately they fell to 14% in that Red Sea poll and they haven't come much higher mm. on it since. Now that means it's sustained whatever you say about the poll it le- that you feel about the poll it, it leaves a sustained trend there that is not good. Yeah, yeah. And that there's, has to be addressed. There's no question, is there, John, that there'll be a heave on Micheál Martin before the Office of Taoiseach rotates? Uh, well, there, there was to me. Um, there, there certainly was that um, a, a suggestion. Uh, I think from the outside, Micheál Martin um, appears correctly to be doing a great job as Taoiseach and everyone finds him an admirable representative of the country but within the party and I, and I only write articles like this <coughs> based upon discussions sure. he is not seen as a, as a successful manager chief executive of the party mm. um, and what was outlined to me um, prior to writing for Sunday's newspaper uh, the Mail on Sunday was that they would expect him to declare an intention to stand aside um, in December and not take up that Taunish's role uh, it's questionable what that role would be even. Um, if he does not do that, uh, a number of TDs have said that they will then allocate um, perhaps five senior members of the parliamentary party to go to him in a delegation and suggest he does. And if that doesn't happen, then we're into the only nuclear option, which is to have a motion and no confidence in the parliamentary party. And interestingly... Unlike um, the long drawn out process in the UK that you mentioned there in your intro, mm. um, the emotion of confidence in the t- in the T-shirt, the leader of Fianna Fáil right now, is a vote purely between the TZs, which is a small uh, senators, MEPs like Billy Kelleher and mm. others aren't involved. Oh in that. no, just TDs. Um, no, wow. so it's a, it's it's a, it's a it's a tight um, group of people, and um, you know. It, it, the numbers might not look great for him After there. that but meeting again, last week, say, it's hardly likely he'd win that vote then if it were to happen. Sorry, I interrupted. I'm saying is if... Pardon, I, I just missed what you said there. Going by that meeting last week, he'd hardly be likely to miss or to, or to win that vote, would he? Well, if, you know, he's in a very powerful position, first of all, and I think we're a long way from that now. Um, at the moment. He is the Taoiseach. He has the the power of communications over the party. He has to give a response today, for instance, at a, at a, at a press conference. We'll see. Um, another phrase we became familiar with um, in, in the UK leadership um, troubles was this payroll phrase, which is a new phrase that in the past we just called people with jobs here. Um, he would have probably the loyalty of the ministers in his government um, but because uh, you know unpredictability means those jobs are under threat and mm. I don't again say a, a, minister, a, a desire for a job is not a pejorative thing either in politics you know you, you get a chance to do things you get a, ch- a chance to um, change history in some ways that you have a departmental budget and forge ahead those people are there and but even then in discussions at the weekend um, if they saw um something happening, yeah. some of those ministers may come over to that camp. Now, there are about, there, there's eight junior ministers, there are six cabinet ministers, including the Taoiseach, that's 14 people. That's not a lot out of the, no. out of the 36 that would be able to vote. And politics is a, is a game of opportunities, isn't it, John? Like, 
Who are the contenders, assuming that, that he would have to go? Who are the contenders? Jim O'Callaghan, one assumes. Michael McGrath, a possibility. Who are the realistic contenders here? Well, uh, firstly, I would say this the, the, this is a rather unprecedented um, situation because to have that meeting, I think, outside politics, to, to, to say... Um, that a group of um, parliamentary parties would meet without their leader or without ministers. And as the minister said to me, if an email goes out and, and, and you're not invited and you're the leader of a party, it's a concern. That would mean Fianna Fáil is in a particular place that it hasn't been before. Um, and it's talking about leadership without a leadership contender mm. um, vocally standing up to say that they want the job. Um but should all that happen organically, um, Michael McGrath would be traditionally in Irish politics be in pole position. But if this is something of an anti-establishment um, backlash, that would debilitate his chances. Michael is the next um, f- finance minister, an extremely well-regarded um, member of the parliamentary party. I would say, and I'm probably going to be very unpopular here, with your listeners is that there, there is a, there is a feeling that a, a Dublin leader um, is something they require now. Well, um, you got there before uh, I did, John, because I, yeah. I would be inclined to believe, and I put it in slightly different words, the Dublin political machine will never countenance two successive leaders from the same constituency from Cork. Probably not. I would. I, I would like to think. Uh, I think they'd like to think they're that well organised. I don't know if they are. Uh, maybe it's discrimination against Cork. I don't know. But no, what, they just wouldn't like likely, it. I, well, I think if what you look at is Mary Lou Macdonald and um, Leo Varadkar, both Dubliners. But Dublin is going to be a serious battleground, and um, someone like Jack Chambers has been spoken about an awful lot. Now he's very young, um, in, in but. Politics is changing worldwide. We've had young leaders in Hungary. We've had them elsewhere um, in recent years in Austria as well. Um, he's talked about a lot. Jim O'Callaghan has somehow fallen back, probably for in horse racing terms, being at the front for so long that he's, he's beginning to tire in some ways. Mm. And they, they are the primary, Michael McGrath, um, Jim O'Callaghan, uh, Jack Chambers, Finna Fall isn't in a position where it seems to have uh, any women stepping forward have been mentioned very often mm. and that's really down to the fact that there aren't that many in the parliamentary party mm. that's that's a product of the numbers as well you know all, all parties are in that position so there we are would it, would it be unfair to ask that. you where you might put your fiver um i i i, I would be a betting man and i'm in a unique position that i get to talk to some of the people that are deciding the winner and I think really now, and this is more indicative of the state that Fianna Fáil are in, um, Jack Chambers seems to be the person on the tip of everyone's tongue. He's done a great job as chief whip, and I say a great job. He also has been Minister for Sport in using that to get around the country. And any time you see anyone getting a, a cheque for a new legitimate, um, <laughs> legitimately state-granted uh, astroturf or mm. goalposts, um, Jack Chambers is there. He, he so, has learned you know, the art of flanking, actually, in fairness to him. He definitely has. 
Yeah, no, no harm. Pop, no popping harm. himself into any picture he can. Okay, John, I've no doubt we will talk again. Thank you very much. John Lee, executive editor of the Daily Mail Group, was writing about this in the Mail on Sunday yesterday. The view is that Michal Martin's days as leader are numbered. Now, they're not going to do anything silly like oust him before the 15th of December when he's due to leave the Taoiseach's office. But they'll be looking for a promise that he won't become tarnished and that there'll be a new leader elected around that time. Courts 96 FM. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.